0: I pull the car over to the side of the road, wheels on the grass verge, and turn to Matt. Okay, you can stop twitching, I'll let you drive the last stretch. He gives me a look of mock surprise. Twitching? I laugh as I open the door and jump out. Matt hates my driving. According to him, I drive too fast and brake too hard. He's probably right. I consider driving to be one of life's necessities like doing the washing up or buying toothpaste. But it's a long way to Cornwall, and Matt had been at the wheel for two and a half hours when I took over. I grab a bottle of water and a white envelope from the back seat as Matt walks round the front of the car to join me, and we both lean on a metal field gate and gaze out over the countryside, listening to the sound of cows munching on grass passing the water between us. Excited? I ask him. Yes. I think so. That's a typical Matt response. Cautious, measured. I pull a thick white card from the envelope. Matt has told me the date and the venue, but I've never bothered to look at the invitation until now. Nina Belanger and Lucas Jarrett request the pleasure of the company of Matt and Gemma Hudson at their marriage. Polskirin, Cornwall, 17th of July, 2018. 4pm. Paul where we're staying too, isn't it? Has he hired a country house or something? Matt stares straight ahead. No, it's his home. I'd forgotten that he'd told me Lucas is well off. I've never met my husband's friends, and he hasn't seen them for ages, although he's in touch with Lucas fairly regularly. We didn't invite them to our wedding two years ago. We kept it small because my mum was ill. And life has been hectic ever since, with demanding jobs and a new home. Where did Lucas meet Nina? Do you know? Paris, I believe. He was there on foundation business. Foundation? Yes, the Blair Foundation. I spin round to Matt. You're joking, aren't you? He's not part of Blair Jarrett's family. Matt grins. He Is Blair's family, his son, in fact. Oh, oh my God. Why didn't you tell me? Shit, Matt, he must be absolutely loaded. I didn't not tell you. It never came up. You knew I had a friend called Lucas and that I spent a lot of time at his house in my teens. I didn't think it necessary to give you details of his bank balance or his family tree. Classic Matt. He wouldn't have thought it either relevant or interesting that Lucas was the son of a man who had made a fortune writing some early search engine algorithm or other, and had gone on to form a charitable foundation with the proceeds. Tell me again how you got to know him? Matt turned towards me. I told you when the invitation arrived. His dad played golf with mine. Matt, that's not an explanation. I'm sure your dad had lots of friends with sons. Be more specific, will you? He leans towards me and kisses me so gently that it tickles my lips. I'm not so easily distracted, though. Matt is always economical with information, but this time I'm not giving up, and I give him a fierce glare. Matt chuckles. (laughs) Okay, you win. Our fathers both decided when we were about 14 that we should learn to play golf. My dad wanted me to master at least one sport, and I'd been a total disappointment at all the others, so golf was something of a last resort. Lucas and I, together with our dads, went out as a foursome for about three weekends. Obviously, I was rubbish. It wasn't helped by the fact that I was short for my age, and Lucas was already a giant at nearly six feet. We must have looked ridiculous. Lucas could see how miserable it was making me, so he suggested to his father that instead of playing golf, the two of us should spend the weekends hanging out at his place. They had a pool, and when the weather was bad, we'd played snooker. That was very thoughtful for a teenage boy, I say resting my head on his shoulder. I know he didn't have the most comfortable time growing up, failing to live up to his father's sporting expectations and wondering if he was ever going to achieve any height above five feet, which, of course, he did, eventually.